Thank you for joining us for this episode of Eclipse the Fear. Sometimes we think that we don't have the necessary knowledge, skills, or training to do certain things. And yes, that's true. You probably don't have the necessary skills to do brain surgery, right? But what if it's something small and something that does not impact someone's life? Would you still hesitate? Most of us, we do. Recently, I had a couple of copiers that stopped working at our office, and so I wanted to make room for the next ones, and so I just put an ad out that said, hey, come on by and get them. If you got a truck, they're yours. And two gentlemen came by, even though they did not have the training, the knowledge, or the skills to repair it, they came and got it anyway. And after talking with them, they were like, what do we have to lose? We'll just play around with them until we get them going. I really respected that thought and it got me to thinking how many of us will take the time to just say you know what I'm gonna try I'm gonna do this and so what if it doesn't work out the first or second or third time I'm just gonna keep playing with it until I get it the next time something challenges you the next time that you think that I can't do that I want you to just do it because you said you couldn't eclipse the fear Thank you for joining us for Eclipse the Fear with Lanita Mitchell Blackwell. Today's guest, Dr. Jacqueline Turner, is a woman on fire for diversity, mentorship, and improving the world one patient at a time. Stay tuned. Welcome to Eclipse the Fear with Lanita Mitchell Blackwell. Today's guest is a woman who is on fire for learning, leading, and growing. This is Dr. Jacqueline Turner. She is an associate professor of surgery at Morehouse School of Medicine, a proud Texas native. She obtained her medical degree doctorate degree from the University of Texas Health Science Center in Houston and completed her general surgery residency at Rush University in Chicago, as well as her colon and rectal surgery residency at the Combined Grant Medical Center, Ohio State University, Mount Carmel Program in Columbus, Ohio. Dr. Turner's focus, of course, is toward improving healthcare but also engaging in new technology and teaching residents and students. Dr. Turner, welcome and thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the invitation. You're very welcome. Now, I know that I focus a lot on your professional achievements, but do you mind sharing with us a little bit more, well, actually, a lot a bit more about who you are, what you're doing, what makes you excited about getting up every day? I think um, what excites me about getting up every day is, is just my patients. I have a, a tremendous diversity of, of patients um, from every walks of life, um, all different races, all different economic backgrounds. Uh, it's, it's just great. Just the other day, I was hearing a patient hear her story about how she went from um, being on top of the world um, to being homeless and um, I'm taking care of her for colon cancer and it, it's just a remarkable story how she's going back to get her her um, education and ministry and she wants to do prison ministry and that gets me going I mean to keep that life and that cycle going that that's just that that's what keeps me going every day but 
My background, um, yes, I'm from Houston, Texas. I have traveled all over the world for my education, as you mentioned. Um, but I, uh, I, I'm pretty a, a pretty simple person. I like to keep myself fit. I like to. I used to play tennis and soccer a lot, but now I do more jogging and and golf and some you know more individual sport activities. But um, more, I'm I'm now more into my own health. Um, than I was previously earlier in my life. And that's, that's, that's about me besides work and working on my own health. Um, that's, that's, that's me day to day. Well, I think that that's a lot day to day because you're talking about piling on these activities to ensure that you maintain your health and are a good role model for your patients on top of taking care of other people and your students because I didn't mention this but you're also the clerkship director at Morehouse as well. How do you manage stress? I mean I know that you're very active but I can imagine that there are times sometimes greater than others where it kind of just all piles on at one time. How do you keep from running out of the building screaming some days? That's a great question because a lot of time <laughs> as physicians we don't we don't take care of ourselves and our mental health and that's very important so i actually um see a uh a, um a, i do therapy um every other week just to get my mental health uh straight so that when i do go to work i'm not you know stressed out angry um it's helped tremendously i've been doing that for about a year now and that has really helped my stress that and um, I'm more involved in my church. Um, so both of those combined has really helped with the, with the stress level. Were you afraid of the stigma of people knowing that you were going to get help? Initially I was because it's not really accepted in the black community. Um, because when you see a therapist, people are like, you must have something wrong with you. You must be quote unquote crazy. I hate that word. Um, but as I saw the results, I mean, just having somebody to unload your problems to, because patients unload their problems onto me, I have to have somebody to unload my problems onto. I got friends, I got good family uh, network, but um, the, the therapist, you know, that's their profession, that's their job. They professionally guide you to how to handle certain situations and handle stress and it's been tremendously uh, it's made an impact on my life I've, I'm I see myself as a different person so now I don't I I don't care what the stigma is I'd, I'd recommend it for anybody that is really powerful when you are working with your students um, in addition to possibly therapy are there other ways of relieving relieving stress that you are sharing with them so that they don't have to go through a lot of the stress and the strain that you did right um yes i, I it helps me having therapy also helps me guide my students because the same thing that you know is recommended for me i recommend for my students so it, it, it has helped so some of the techniques of you know relaxation and, and breathing um, I tell my students, I, I tell them, yes, you gotta, you gotta study. I'm not, you know, downplaying that at all. But you also need to take some time out for yourself. You need to figure it out what you do, can do, you know, once or twice a week. That's for you. That, that's your personal time. Because at the end of the day, it's very easy to 
get consumed into medical school and studying and then you know three it's only sustainable for so many years few few years later you you find yourself on the verge of having burnout so i i do encourage that um and yeah that 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 has helped me to guide them now transitioning over a little bit as far as teaching you know it is very rare to see someone um so young on the um faculty of a a college but university i should say but definitely not one of the prestige morehouse how did you manage that that is like really impressive congratulations thank you i i just pushed through um school i didn't take a break uh between each level that i went to so no breaks between college to medical school and no breaks between medical school to residency i just pushed straight through and i was blessed that I was able to do that. That's only the grace of God that I, I was able to do that because it is challenging. Um, and um, I'm thankful for Morehouse for seeing my talents and, and um, welcoming onto their staff in the Department of Surgery. So now that you're in this position and you have the amazing opportunity to work with the students as well as your your patients what new things would you like to see implemented in the medical profession because i know that one of the things that you said is that you are really committed to improving the quality of health care have you noticed anything that if if it was all on you and you could do it right now what would that thing be I would improve the diversity among um, medical schools nationwide. Uh, Morehouse is, you know, pretty diverse, and it's, uh, it, it is a, a place that has a high acceptance rate for African Americans. But nationwide, I would like to see more diversity. I would, I would want to push for that um, to uh, have uh, uh, let other colleges and university medical schools and universities know that, hey, you know, don't put on your, your filters just because of the color of your skin or someone's skin or, or their background, that we have a lot of great candidates coming through and that complete Morehouse uh, School of Medicine and go on to do great things. And they're missing out. So if I could change one thing is to improve um, the, the diversity amongst uh, acceptance of uh, all, all races, ethnicities, and backgrounds um, broadly across the United States. Now, how can schools best do that? Because most of the time, it's students who are basically self-selecting. They decide where they want to go, and they put in the application. Um, are, are the schools making an effort to actively recruit more students right. to be divorced I know with me, if I didn't see many of my people that look like me, it was, it kind of deterred me from going to that. But I still, I ended up going to a, um, a, a majority uh, white, a majority white uh, medical school and, and residency, but it was very uncomfortable. So I could see how other, how others in that same situation might, might not pick those particular colleges or universities. So I think that the admissions team, um, and, and actually we're, we're actually seeing a change. They're, they are having 
Um, I've seen some universities have um, diversity scholarships and applications just to let them know, hey, we're, we're welcoming, we're accepting you here because um, it's very um, intimidating going to a school where there's nobody there that looks like you. And so we tend to shy away from applying to those schools. Um, uh, so making, making the school, making themselves known that they are um, going to op welcome any ethnicity with open hands is a start. And that's um, one thing that I'm working on doing myself is the getting on national uh, um, committees that, that, that target diversity, especially diversity um, in the medical schools and, and residencies. Um, so I'm, I'm, that's one of my personal goals that I'm trying to accomplish to get on those committees to help, help fight that battle. Now, once you identify those students, um, you mentioned that when you were uh, admitted, that it made you uncomfortable to be one of the only. What techniques did you do, use so that you could get through it? Because it was a challenge, and I'm sure that there were some days that, you know, you were really uh, beside yourself. How did you overcome that, and how, what, how would you... Uh, help that first wave of students overcome that and be the diversity that we're all looking for? That is a great question because um, throughout medical school, I, I just relied on my, my friends and my own, uh, my own myself to get through. I didn't really have a problem in, in medical school, but in residency, it, 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 it was a problem. I, I got through, I was the only um, black female um, I probably, I think I was the second black female since the institution of that program, which is um, interesting. Wow. But I, I used, I, I wish I would have found mentorship early because you can't do this by yourself. That's why I tell my medical students, you know, you need somebody that has been through this that can help you so you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And I, I want to keep an open door policy with my medical students, even after they graduate, to continue that mentorship. But you're gonna, I tell them, you're going to have several mentors for different things and find them early and meet with them and pick their brains. And, and, that's how, and that's how you make that transition just a little bit easier. And it doesn't have to be, you know, someone that looks like you. It, it can, but just anybody that can help you um, move along and achieve your goals, it's going to be a great mentor. So that's what I, I tell them to do if they could do that early. Um, that that I wish I could have, if I had to back up, you know, to the beginning of my residency um, and probably actually back up to, throughout medical school, find a mentor and, and utilize that mentor um, to help me get further along. Awesome. Dr. Turner, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. You have been amazing. If there is one piece of advice that you could drop for us in facing the things that scare us so that we do not get held into, just held up and just don't totally off track with our lives, what would that be? I think it's very important to find a balance of mind, body, and soul. I can't emphasize that enough. I, I've been working on that later on in life. I should have worked on that balance a lot earlier. Um, I'm trying to get more, uh, get my spiritual life together, get my physical self together, as well as, you know, my professional career. So if, if you can find that balance um, and work on that and not just focus on one part, your career, it, it will 
it will help you out in the long run. I, I, I really do wish I would have worked on my spiritual life and my, my physical self a lot earlier um, than, than what I have, but it is what it is. And I'm, you know, continue to work on myself every day. And, you know, I can't help but be very grateful because if you did not have the opportunity to look back and say, I would have done things differently, we might not have the benefit of your wisdom now. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. No problem. Now, how would somebody get in contact with you if they wanted to do so? It's simple. Um, my email address, my work email address is jturner, for Jacqueline Turner, jturner at msm, that's Morehouse School of Medicine, edu. So jturner at msm.edu. Also, if you go on the Morehouse School of Medicine website, um, uh, and it's just that Morehouse, uh, www.morehouseschoolofmedicine.com edu or com. I, I don't have the website off the top of my head but if you google search it'll come up and the department of surgery you'll see um, my 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 bio and my information also has my email address and my phone numbers on there um, as well so morehouse school of medicine website department of surgery jacqueline turner awesome well dr turner thank you so much and you have a fabulous day you do the same thank you